Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today's uh, episode on our series on Revelation, uh, which we entitled The Endgame Story of God. Now on part eight. Okay, so so uh, we are going to tackle chapter 13. And I know this is uh, one of the most controversial uh, chapter or the most uh, uh, sought. <laughs> uh, what? Debated. Or maybe debated for some because they have different uh, interpretations. But the way it will play out, okay, is up to God, okay? But the thing is that uh, the things that were written in Revelation chapter 13 will surely come to pass. Now, um, I'd like to uh, read to you by uh, from Ted Hampson okay they said he's uh, one of the experts on uh, Bible prophecies so he said Bible prophecy is God telling history in advance so I like that uh, summary okay Bible prophecy is God telling history in advance that is why it is an advantage for us Christians to have and to hold and to you know to read and study the bible especially the book of revelation uh, knowing that uh, revelation chapter 13 thank you uh, will happen okay sometime in the future okay so again so that uh, statement of uh, Brother Todd Hampson, the that Bible prophecy is God telling history in advance, gives us another reason why is it important for us to really study the Bible or the end time prophecies. Okay, um, so now we are on in uh, part eight of our series, and my question is: Can you see? Where the end game story is leading? Can you see where all of this is leading? Okay, so from the first temple to the second temple and uh, to the soon to come or, or coming third house or third temple. Uh, but prior to the rebuilding of the third temple is what? The what? The purification ceremony. Okay. But prior to the red heifer sacrificial offering or red heifer ceremony is the what? The revealing of the AC. Alright? But prior to the appearance of the AC is the great apostasy. Okay? So it's the great falling away. And prior to the great falling away are the events called the beginning of sorrow. So you will... Uh, Read the, the, those events, the beginning of sorrow events in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke chapter 21. Because it was our Lord Jesus Christ who, who gave those prophecies. What are the signs of the end times? So you need to know because 
it's here right now. Okay, it's happening. Th- those events, the the beginning of sorrow events, actually are the now events. Okay, we are living it. So, we the the way I see it is that now that we are in the beginning of sorrows, and one of the events in that beginning of sorrows, meaning to say, it is uh, the season. Uh, of griefs, okay, um, and of course we feel that you know, uh, it uh, the, this pandemic is not making us happy, right? So the beginning of sorrows, earthquakes doesn't make us happy, right? Uh, storms doesn't make us. Just recently, the what's that? Odette, right? It has devastated a lot of uh, uh, re- uh, residents and and properties and and business institutions etc but thank you to all of you who have extended your support i know some of you sent uh, you know either monetary or whatever or in kind uh, we were uh, able to to do the same thing uh, so we th- we thank you for or supporting the kingdom of god the works uh, the, for obeying God, you know, the principles of the kingdom of God, because by doing so, we are giving glory to God. But to God be all the glory, okay? So all everything that will that God will entrust in our hands is not really ours. They, we are called to steward them, to manage them properly. And one day, uh, the Lord is going to uh, uh, judge our works. So, Thank you for being faithful, you know, in giving your tithes and your offerings and your mission offerings. And uh, the church, although we don't have a physical meeting, just our church, okay, just the, the church in the main city. Uh, but the other churches, uh, the, the 22 churches, our community churches, they are, you know, they're, they're doing a face-to-face meetings. So praise God for that. Uh, and soon uh, we will also have our face-to-face meeting. Okay, so just wait for the announcement. So, okay, let, going back, um, like I said uh, uh, prior to the, uh, the apostasy thing, is what we call the beginning of sorrow and part of which of course uh, and it's happening right now it's it's uh it's a good thing that we have the bible because through the bible we can prepare our hearts we can brace ourselves to whatever event that will cause us grief pain you see when, when people when christians start to drift away from the truth, start to dislike church, you know, start to, you know, uh, yes, lost their appetite or they, they lost their first love or, 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 or they don't want to, you know, do church, uh, physical church anymore. They don't want to fellowship with brethren because of fear and so on. And that makes us sad. So it's good that uh, we have the Bible. It, the Bible will precaution us so that uh, we can settle it in our hearts ahead of time. Okay? Because this is what we call in counseling self-care. <laughs> okay? Uh, uh, knowing 
what's ahead is a big advantage so that you can ready your hearts because there will be some who will abandon the faith, some will be from our family, from our relatives, and 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 and, and then uh, when persecution starts and you know betrayal is real, is gonna be real, and you don't know who is going to betray you. So settle it in your hearts. Be prepared that. You know, someday soon, you know, it will happen. And settle in it in your heart that, uh, you know, uh, that uh, you should right now be able to forgive them before they happen. Okay? <laughs> okay, so, all right, so, <clears throat> but... Uh, in all the, the things that I enumerated about where the story is leading, uh, the, the, the AC okay, will be revealed only at the proper time. That is what Second Thessalonians chapter 2 said. Okay? It was, it's written in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 that only at the proper time, when is the proper time? We do not know. But we know that the Bible said, when the restrainer is taken out of the way. When is that going to happen? When, it, when, uh, when the, 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 the AC is about to be revealed. When? Only at the proper time. So, guys, uh, I'm going to omit the rapture in this series. Uh, I'm not going to discuss the rapture. We have a separate series on the rapture, okay? The three differing views of the raptures. If you want to know about the rapture, you know, uh, just uh, look at the description below um, and you will uh, find our teaching on the rapture. But we're going to omit the rapture in our Revelation series, because the Bible says no one knows, okay, the day or the hour. And since uh, in our church, uh, you know, we have uh, different views. You know, some believe in this view, some in that view, some have mixed views. So it doesn't matter. Seven years gap is not a big thing. Uh, it's not a, a huge difference. Because the, 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 the most important thing is that you are in Christ. If you are in Christ, you're saved. Okay? <laughs> Alright. So, but take note. In all of the events that are happening and will, be, will happen uh, from today, 2022, the key landmark that we're, we're looking at is the rebuilding of the third temple. So, why landmark? Because it is uh, one of the key okay, uh, event in the prophecy that will lead to a domino effect. Okay? It has a domino effect. And so, uh, it will be built first before this chapter of Revelation will come to life. Meaning to say, the things that we're going uh, to discuss in in Revelation chapter eleven is not yet okay it it is sometime soon in the future we don't know when okay could be two years twenty years two hundred years I don't know but the thing is this 
it will happen. Okay, it will happen. But the key landmark is the third temple. All right. Now, just for our review, Revelation 11.1. 1, this is very important um, so that uh, everybody can follow us. Okay. Revelation 11.1. 1, uh, John said, I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, go and measure the temple of God and the altar with its worshipers, but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for how many months? 42 months, which is three and a half years. And, okay, verse 3 says, and, and what will happen? And I will appoint my Two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. So, if you add that, that's seven years. Okay? So, we have three and a half plus another three and a half, uh, which is 1,260 days. So, that's, that's seven years. So, if you try to follow it, I mean, the, the book of Revelation is uh, revealed, okay, and, you know, in... Uh, in a chronological order, okay? So, but, the, you know, you really can tell. It's like the, 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 the seals, the trumpets, they're like overlapping, okay? Somewhere in the sixth of the other one is the blank of the other one, okay? I want you to study that because uh, it's really interesting, but that is not my goal in this series, my goal in this series to give you is to give you a teaser and to highlight some things that I believe is important for a believer to understand. So my goal is to prepare your hearts and to prepare you, prepare yourself to meet God and not just to meet God, but to pre prepare you how you should respond or prepare now i mean and 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 complete the the task that, that god has given us now because as a believer as a born again christian we have been given a task that is called the ministry of reconciliation yes ministry all of us every christian were given the ministry of reconciliation ministry what is are you a minister are we ministers we are ministers and the Apostle Paul mentioned we are the ambassadors of Christ. Okay? So if I am an ambassador, you are an ambassador, we are ambassadors of Christ, we should be doing our work. Right? And what is that work? Our, we were tasked to reconcile people to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why as an ambassador, we need to be well-versed with the gospel of Christ and we should be doing it right so this is why we are discussing the book of revelation not to scare anyone or maybe it could strike fear but not the fear of man i want you to understand that in this end game story god is the winner okay and so if there is one you should fear, you should revere, or you should uh, respect. That is the God of Israel. Okay? That's Yahweh. The, the, the only living God. The God of, the, of Israel. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, so this book of Revelation was written by Yahweh. 
Okay? It was written, it's a story about who? About the Lord Yeshua Hamashiach, about the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus is our hero. Remember in the story, there is a hero. <laughs> okay? And, uh, and of course, uh, the other characters will be the, the, what? If there is a victor, so there were those who will be defeated. Alright? So, you have to choose your side wisely. And so, uh, another supporting scripture to Revelation 11 verse 1 and to, to, to uh, Revelation 13 that we are about to open is Daniel chapter 9. I'd like uh, to read to you Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. It says concerning the AC or the beast, he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. Okay, so now again the, 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 the symbolism, the what's the right term? I forgot. It's this is uh, a Jewish way of you know saying things. It says in the middle of the seven he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed that is decreed is poured out on him now there are some theologians that says that said uh, this thing was fulfilled already a long time ago when uh, i forgot his name uh, when, when he offered pig in the temple and, and so on and so forth but you see uh, that is not the abomination that causes desolation. You see, the earth is still intact right now. Okay? <laughs> Therefore, there is another one that is coming. Okay? Uh, we're still here, right? Uh, we see cities are still okay and they're still standing. But when this uh, temple was desecrated because they will set up an abomination that will cause devastation. Oh, I tell you, when that happens, you will see a chaotic world, a world on fire and on smoke and, and a lot of earthquakes, and more than what we have seen. And, and the, the, those disasters, catastrophes that is that, about to happen at that time is unequaled. Okay, that's what the Bible says. It's going to be unequaled from the beginning. Oh. And it says, for the sake of the elect, it was shortened. So, guys, uh, uh, so there will be saints who, who will be here at, at the, the time of great shakings. You know, uh, NIV uses the word distress, great distress. I think that is in uh, Matthew, uh, Luke 21, the distress. The word is distress, but in other versions it says tribulation. So the beginning of sorrows, this is uh, what they call little tribulation. But, you know, in the middle, uh, in uh, relation to this, uh, the setting up of the abomination that will cause devastation, uh, it's going to be a great distress or a great tribulation. But it also says after the great distress, after the great tribulation, 
the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and then. So it's a grand entrance, okay? And it says, as the lightning uh, is, you know, you everyone will see him coming down with his angels. So when somebody claims to be the Messiah here on earth, we know that is a false Messiah. Okay, because when the real Messiah comes, the whole world will see him in glory and in power. Okay, so don't be deceived. Uh, that's another reason why we want to discuss Revelation because we don't want believers to be deceived. Okay, so let's begin Revelation 13. Uh, the dragon stood on the shore of the sea. Now, in other versions, this verse 1 is actually verse 18 of chapter 12. All right? So, it, it doesn't matter. The dragon, in a complete Jewish Bible, Revelation 12, 18, it says, um, And the dragon, uh, let, let me read that to you, uh, the last part, it says, Complete Jewish Bible, Revelation 12, 18 says, Then the dragon stood on the seashore. So th this was after the, the, those events mentioned in chapter 12. So it is still, this is something that is still soon to come. Do you understand? Um, so going back to uh, Revelation 13, 1, it says, The dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had Ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on its horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. You see, this dragon, this creature, this government, okay? When you say blasphemous name, this is an irreverent uh, uh, name, a blasphemous name. L uh, let, let me just... Uh, um, Let me just uh, get the right word. It's uh, profane, okay, profanity, okay? It's a blasphemous language it expressing disrespect for God, okay? So, you see, this, uh, this, this, this uh, beast that, it, that will come representing ten kingdoms, you know, joining forces, uniting. It's, it's going to be a united thing. It's, it's okay. Uh, hallelujah. You have to understand. Uh, I'm going to give you a clue in Tanakh or uh, Jewish scripture. All right. The horn often means king. So when it says it has 10 horns, meaning to say it has 10 kings, 10 leaders of a country, country of their country, representing their countries, countries, and seven heads, okay, uh, with ten crowns on its horns, because they are kings. They have, that's why they have crowns, okay. So, the, the the symbolism is very clear. Now, if you want details, which I cannot discuss today, I'm gonna give you the 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 book and the chapters, Daniel seven. Daniel 8 and Daniel 9. Again, Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 8, and Daniel chapter 9. So that you have a better picture of what uh, and where 
this creature uh, is coming from. Okay? You have to read Daniel chapter 7 to chapter 9 and you will also understand why God will allow the, this, this, this seven-year tribulation to happen. Okay? So He has a purpose. But we are part of the story. That's why it's very important to know the story so that you know how to act accordingly okay uh in every part or season of the story okay uh verse 2 the beast i saw resembled a leopard but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion hmm okay the dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority listen the dragon which is the devil gave the beast which is the puppet the the, the man doomed to destruction okay the, the the devil gave the beast his power and his throne with great authority meaning to say no one will be able to stop the 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 the, the beast okay by the time he has started to reign no one is able to no one there will be no success in trying to prevent him from doing what he want to do because it was allowed because the authority is coming directly from from the devil himself and 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 the thing is that uh, no amount of uh, rallies and you know those stuff can stop this thing and the bible says but but what is stopping him right now the bible says there is a restrainer that is restraining him okay restraining the dragon from you know from really doing his thing but the thing is this when the restrainer is taken out of the way then the mouse will play okay so uh so again um Verse 2, this is about the fourth kingdom, which is the fourth beast. And the fourth kingdom is the fusion of three kingdoms in the past. Alright? That's the... Okay, read Daniel 7, 8, and 9. Okay, so you, I don't need to explain that. Alright? Or, uh, you can also check out our series on the two opposing kingdoms. We did a series on two opposing kingdoms. And it's very important uh, that you uh, watch it if you have not watched it yet, okay? Or if you have no idea about, you know, the verse 2, about this, uh, the kingdoms that have risen, you know, that, that, that took over the world <laughs> during those days in the past. Okay, verse 3, one of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound but the fatal wound had been healed the whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast okay so the devil is always uh, a, a counterfeit always imitating what <laughs> the lord jesus christ did okay he's always imitating but uh, okay so verse 4 people worship the dragon or the devil because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshipped the beast and asked, Who is like the beast who can wage war against it? So, you see, the, this, the first beast is a man of war. Okay? It's very clear. 
that he's going to gain power through what? Military. Alright? Uh, verse 5, The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months. You know, this is so exact. Half of the seven years. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander His name and His dwelling place and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war. Okay, read verse 7. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. So you, you understand this is a global thing. This government is a global uh, superpower government. All right? It's a totalitarian. It's like a di dictatorship type of government because it's uh, it says over every tribe people language and nation okay so uh, if you can feel it if you, you don't really understand bible prophecy so but you know you see you can smell the air okay <laughs> you, you, you in the spirit if uh, you are in the spirit, moving in the spirit. So you understand that there's going to be a coming together, a, a uniting of of the world, you know, as one, you know, trying to uh, fix uh, some problems, <laughs> okay? Um, so the thing is, uh, with regards to verse 7, it says, it was given power to wage war against God's people and to conquer them. Okay, so don't be surprised if there will come a time where God's people uh, will feel that they're left out, you know, where is the Lord, and etc., etc. So it's an allowed test, okay? Uh, let's read Revelation 12, 17. It says, Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. So it's very clear that he is going to be after Christians. That's why he is also called the Antichrist. When you say Antichrist, he's not just against Christ. He's going to be against the followers of Christ. Okay? So meaning to say he's going to be harassing uh, Christians or, or the practice of Christianity. He is not uh, in favor of Christians. So you know, you have to be very discerning to understand Bible prophecies because uh, we really cannot remove Bible prophecies in realities, in reality, you know, in, in, uh, in present or in current, you know, current events. Because everything that is happening now is part of history that is being told in advance in Scripture, part of the end time prophecies. So the Lord is always advanced. This is not this is not a a conspiracy. Okay, the Bible, the prophecies are not conspiracies. Okay, but the, but the does the Bible talk about conspiracy? Yes, the Bible talks about a conspirator, someone who devises evil against God's people. And you know who that person is. Okay. Uh, does the Bible uh, uh, speak about it? Yeah, you can read it in the book of Daniel, but I will read that later to you. So, this thing, 
the antichrist which is the anti anti uh, uh, someone uh, opposed okay it's a demonic power mobilized against god's people on earth okay uh, it's it's a it's clear in revelation 13 that it's a go governmental power as opposed to christianity is that in revelation 13 yeah it is okay later okay just just hold on a minute okay we will get to that but i would like to expound how will he the first beast okay so you understand that there are two beasts in 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 book of revelation 13 but how will he wage war against god's people let's read daniel 7 daniel 7 uh 25 okay so if you read daniel 7 starting verse 23 to 24 it's like uh it has uh, it also explains revelation chapter 13 okay beginning from verse 1 but the good thing about this is that uh it uh, defines or elaborates the the, the kind of influence and power that this beast will exercise on the planet. Let, let me read to you verse 23 first. It says, He gave me this explanation, said Daniel. The fourth beast is the fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth. Devour what? Part? of the earth no 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 the whole earth it says trampling it down and crushing it okay verse 24 the 10 horns were 10 kings you see 10 horns uh means kings okay the horn mean, means kings who will come from the, this kingdom after them another king will arise different from the earlier ones he will subdue three kings so you understand the war is real, okay? Uh, verse 25, now we're on 25. It says, he will speak against the Most High and oppress. Now, look at this. Oppress his holy people, okay? And try to change the set times and laws. Now, I'm reading in Daniel 7. Remember, Daniel and John the Beloved, who wrote the book of Revelation uh, uh, in Patmos, did not meet, you know. But they have same revelation pertaining to the same thing, same event, okay. It says that this Antichrist will speak against the Most High and oppress God's people and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time, Times and half a time. That's another three and a half years. So, and so Daniel 7, 25 confirms Revelation 13, verse 7. Okay? You can connect that. It, it's, it's the same thing. Okay? But it adds a definition. It gives us more information. Okay? So now we see that... Uh, the holy people, God's people, will be delivered into his hands for a time. time. So he's going to exercise his authority for three and a half years. Uh, the first three and a half years. So what do we mean by 
change the set times and laws. Meaning to say, he is going to modify or he is going to weaponize the law because he is going to make laws to persecute or to ban Christianity from exercising their constitutional rights or from, from exercising freedom to practice their faith. That is why now that we, we have uh, the, the freedom to preach online, we're doing it right now. Okay, I'm not, you know, gonna, I will not preach on this later when I know that, you know, but now we have the time because you see, you can feel it in the air that, you know, uh, prophecies are coming to pass. You feel that it's going to be, this thing is going to be like uh, less and less freedom and more and more control. So this is the kind of government that is going to engulf the whole earth, all right? It's going to be a global government. So are, uh, is that going to happen? Uh-huh. Why do we know this? Because the Bible said it will happen. Now, verse 8 says, All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Now, look, this is not just part of the planet. It's all inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All those, okay, uh, specifically, all those who, whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. The Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. So that's verse 8. So again, you have to settle your heart that there will be those names who are not written in the Lamb's book of life. You see, God knows everything. He knows the future. He knows the people, the who, who, who's with him and those who are not with him. Only God knows that. He, God is not bound to time. We are. But the thing is, we are already warned or we are already informed. Okay, We were told ahead of time that this is going to happen and it will happen. Okay, So instead of us worrying now, just you know, settle it in your heart that one day, this, is, this will happen. That's why when is the time for us to intercede for the lost? When is the time for us to win our family members? When is the time to preach, to reach out to our family members and tell them they need Jesus? Now is the time. Later may be too late. Now is the time. Okay? Now is the time because I don't, I cannot describe the regret that Christians will have soon or in the future when they realize that it's too late. Okay, now is the time. Okay, let's continue with verse 9. It says, Whoever has ears, let them hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, and with the sword they will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. Meaning to say, when this Revelation 13, okay, is 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 getting, you know, is is up to its fulfillment you know it's it's alive <laughs> it's coming to pass it's getting fulfilled okay uh, we understand that 
everything is in the hands of the Lord for us who believes in Him. Meaning to say, uh, we cannot dictate God, you know, and and whatever that will that He will allow to fall at our lap is a challenge, is a trial that you know we can overcome. You know, by the help of the Holy Spirit. Only that is why this is the time we can develop a relationship, strengthen a relationship with God through the Word and through the Spirit. By spending time with the Spirit, you know, our devotional time, we pray to Him, we worship the Lord God, and the, the, the deeper we, we understand the Scripture, the more we appreciate and the more we see that the past prophecies were fulfilled. Meaning to say, it gives us the, the, the idea or it proves to us that Bible prophecies are true and that this Bible, the, the Word of God, the Bible, is inspired truth. Okay? Uh, because everything that was told uh, in the past were fulfilled already and, and the things that were foretold that is about to come is sure, okay, we are certain that it will also come to pass because everything in the past came to pass, <laughs> all right? So the things that are left that are, uh, you know, that is, you know, about to happen will happen. Now, okay, so this calls for patient endurance and faithfulness in God's part, uh, on the part of God's people. I know that the Holy Spirit will, will grant us I mean, for 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 every believer that are that were destined for this, okay. It says, anyone who is to go to captivity, to captivity will go. Those who will be killed by the sword, by the sword will be killed. So, these two cate categories, um, you know, uh, this is a test of love. Again, I as I always said, is a test of love, a test of faithfulness. A test of loyalty. Alright? Hallelujah. I know uh, by God's grace. And I encourage you, okay, that uh, whatever happens in the future or, or, or whatever, if you happen to be one of those who will... If you're part of the Revelation 13, 10 thing, you know, look up to God, okay? And do not fear because, you know, what is life on earth, okay? That is not the real life. The real life is the eternal life with God, all right? With God. Daniel eleven thirty six. Daniel eleven thirty six. The, uh, it says, okay, this is one of the scriptures that uh, I was telling you a while ago. It says, the king or the beast will do as he pleases and he will exalt and magnify himself above every god and will say unheard of things against the god of gods. And it says, listen to this, he, the beast, will be successful until the time of wrath is completed. 
Okay? So you have to study the book of Daniel and Revelation to, to see the timeline, okay? To see how these events are interconnected. And it says, For what has been determined must take place. What has been determined, what must take place. And how do we know what those things that were determined? Read end time prophecies. So you see all of those events. And this is going to happen. It's going to happen. So what has been determined must what? Take place. So don't be surprised. You will be caught in, a sur in surprise if you don't know. If you have no idea. That's why we're giving you all of this advanced information. So that when the time comes, you will not be surprised. You know, okay? When the time comes that the, the Bible is prohibited or whatever and such, no problem. You know why? Because you already have those information, important information in your mind and in your heart. Now, there is another beast that will rise. Verse 11 says, Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. The first one came out of the sea, right? Now this one coming out of the earth, it had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. Meaning to say, lamb, it's like, you know, a, a person. It's like a someone maybe religious, okay? Um, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all authority of the first beast on its behalf because the first beast was wounded and, and you know, recovered or recovering or recuperating, whatever, I don't know. But the thing is, this second beast was, you know, working, exercising the authority of the first beast or on behalf of the first beast. Verse 12 says, And made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. Listen. And made the what? The earth. It did not say uh, part of the earth. Okay. Then I say Asia or Europe or Western world or that was not mentioned. It says, it said, it and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. Do you understand such an idolatry, right? Uh, now he, they made the first beast God, <laughs> all right? So that's going to be the final religion of the world, okay? Worsh worship of human, of, human of, of, of a leader, like Pharaoh, okay, who was treated like a god. So, uh, where are we? Verse 13, the second beast performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Verse 14, because of the signs, it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast. It deceived the inhabitants of the earth. Okay, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. We're giving you this information ahead so that you won't be deceived, okay? Now, last part of verse 14 says, And it ordered them to set up an image in 
honor of the of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. So you see, they are going to set up an image. So this is a Nebuchadnezzar thing all over again. Okay, remember Nebuchadnezzar set up an image. Okay, um, it's an abomination. Okay, that is the abomination that will cause desolation. During the time the, that they said that this, this was fulfilled uh, already, this prophecy, th there was no uh, setting up of this kind of image, okay, where uh, people were told to worship uh, the, the first beast. So if you try to understand the book of Revelation, uh, the Chapter 13 of Revelation, it is so detailed that you have to interpret it uh, in a way that uh, all the details uh, should, okay, all together should uh, fit, okay, this, this type of an event. So this thing has not happened yet. It will happen soon. Why did I say that? Because during the time of around 2,000 years ago, this cannot happen. I tell you, this cannot happen. Why? Why, 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 why? Because it says in verse 15, okay, listen, verse 15 says, The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast. So this image that they're going to set up, it has life. It can move. It give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak. Now listen to that. Could speak and cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. Can you imagine that? That cannot be true, you know, around 2,000 years ago. All right? Or Why? Because they don't have this technology. They don't have a technology for an for you know to to create this this uh, an image or an idol or or a statue or or, or uh, they they don't have uh, that technology to cause a, an idol to speak, okay, or kill or martyr those who will not worship the image of the first beast okay so you see for an image to speak and kill christians okay this is a state of the art idolatry okay uh, what they call today uh, ai or or artificial intelligence technology so if you don't understand that, you, you do your research, okay? So you must understand that this is not something in the future. The AI thing is not in the... It's here, <laughs> okay? It's here right now. We have a lot of uh, simple AIs, you know, even in our phones, if you know what I'm talking about. So these are just a, a sample. So going back to verse 14... It ordered them to set up an image in honor to the first beast. Uh, before that, it says that it is going to perform signs 
performed great signs and causing fire to come down from heaven to earth. So the second beast deceives the people of living on earth. You know, this is like the magicians during the time of Pharaoh. You know, the, the magicians in Pharaoh's court deceived Pharaoh into discounting the miracles of the God of Israel. Okay, he 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 just don't submit. He he did not. He can't easily believe or submit to the God of the Hebrew of the Jews because his magicians can do the same. Okay, can imitate those things. So. Uh, the same thing, this second beast in Revelation 13 will perform signs and wonders so he can deceive the, 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 the inhabitants of the earth. Okay? And this image is the abomination that will cause desolation or devastation. Where are we? Verse 16. It also forced all people. Okay? Great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads. So when is this going to happen, the forcing of the people to, to receive the mark? When is this going to happen? Again, if you try to understand Revelation, uh, this is going to happen during that time. So... The beast will be revealed first, right? But before that, the third temple will be revealed first. And then, and then the revealing, the appearing, or the appearance of the beast. And so on and so forth. So that's why I said the, the, the rebuilding of the third temple will cause a domino effect. And that is why the third temple is a great landmark Okay, that we are looking at at the moment. Okay, when is that going to happen? We know, we do not know, but we know that when the restrainer is taken out of the way, and so everything else will follow. Okay, so guys, uh, let's finish this. We're almost done. Uh, we are now on 16. Now verse 17, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the, num the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. Okay? That number is 666. Six, six. So, uh, Again, combining this with Daniel, with you know, uh, the thing is this: he will first establish peace and safety. Okay, a a, a unified religion or culture of tolerance, because uh, th there's going to be a working relationship with the Jews, having you know, with them having their temple again. Okay, before uh, the the AC, uh, before the beast will switch it. To a, to a beast worship. We know that the second beast is the one responsible uh, who will be responsible to do that. Okay? He is going, they're going to stop the, the, the worship uh, and, uh, of the God of the Jews and they're going to tell people to, man, 
to make it a mandated thing, <laughs> okay, that people must worship the beast. Or else, they will be killed by what? By the state-of-the-art idol <laughs> or an AI thing. You know, who could what? What kind of uh, uh, abomination is this? What kind of idol is this? It's a, yes, it's an idol that can talk. So this prophecy has not happened yet, okay? Because there was no uh, idol that, that high-tech, you know, except uh, the, this one that's written in Revelation 13. So again, uh, the, the, there's going to be a beast worship and a beast socio-economic system. Why, why do I say that? Because in verse 16 it says, uh, it will force all people, all people, remember, all people, okay? So this is not about a certain part of the planet or a group of people. No, no. All people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads. So, and uh, verse 17, they could not buy or sell unless they have this mark. Okay, so it's what? A global a totalitarian government and so the mark is what mandatory and is placed on the what forehead or on the right hand it did not say both forehead and and right hand no either okay some will be on their hand some will be on their forehead okay so maybe they have a choice but the thing is this um Verse 17, it says you cannot buy or sell without the mark. So, in verse 17, first part, the mark points to a time of a complete totalitarian control over economic life. Why? Because you cannot, you know, without it, you cannot trade, right? The beast will secure power through social, political, and economic systems. So, he's an economist too, right? He's a man of war and at the same time an economist. That's what we see in Revelation 13. Uh, thus, the mark is necessary to do business transactions. Meaning, it's going to be a what? Cashless global economic system. Uh, you, you don't need you know, uh, physical money anymore because it's going to be through the thing that is in the forehead, that is placed on the forehead, and on the hands. Okay, so little by little, we see that uh, this thing is not something that is a fiction or, you know, it can happen, right? Because we have reached the age of knowledge and technology that this can be done. Okay, this can be done. But the thing is, is it now? Or is it, you know, uh, is this specific scripture in the now? Uh, no. 
because there are other events or what we call a landmark event that has to uh, has to happen first. Now remember, I read to you Daniel eleven thirty six. What has been determined must take place. So going back to uh, verse uh, eighteen, let's let's finish this. Ah oh, no, I I've already read that verse eighteen, right? So, so now, it's a cashless global economic system. It's a totalitarian government, and it will control the religious system. The, 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 it, it's going to, you know, make everything one, okay? Um, verse 17, uh, second part, and, and verse 18 of Revelation 13, is, it's... It's vivid, it's clear that the mark that represents the number and the name of the beast. Okay, so you see, uh, it says, uh, it calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number, number of the what? Of the beast. For its number is a number of, for it is the number of a man. So the beast, his name, his number. Okay, the number is 666. So, and he wanted, he will force everyone to take it, to receive the mark. Why is that? Because he will tag you. He will tag everyone that belongs to him. Meaning to say, the mark that represents the number and name of the beast means taking the mark means a pledge of allegiance to the Antichrist global government. Okay? It is a pledge. Now, did I invent this? No. We are just reading to you and explaining to you what the Bible teaches, okay? From book of Daniel and Revelation. And we know that scriptures is spiritually discerned. That is why if you're not born again, you don't have the Holy Spirit. This doesn't make sense to you. And you cannot believe this. This is fiction. This is... Okay, this is foolishness to you if you're not born again, if you don't have the Spirit of God. But if you have the Holy Spirit in you, this makes sense. You can see, oh, you can see it, right? You understand. But if you don't understand, be afraid because you are not on the right side, all right? So take note of that. We, we want to help you. We want to help you. If you, you don't really understand what, you know, if you're confused with this uh, futuristic, uh, soon-to-happen, soon-to-come uh, event in this planet, then you need Jesus. You, need, you must be born again first. Okay? So, so now, after reading uh, chapter 13, how coincidentally that we learned uh, the red heifer Okay, the red heifer will be three years old by 2024, right? And th that was required in the Old Testament, going back to the book of Genesis. And at the same time, uh, you know, it's in, in the internet, you know, uh, 20, the 2030 vision agenda where you, you, you will own nothing and you will be happy, or, you know, you know that. Uh, which, which in between, okay, which has a seven years gap okay in between those key events so is that a mere coincidence or was or was it 
outlined on purpose or was it uh, intentional we don't know i cannot uh, i don't have an answer to that but you know what but i'm curious okay that makes me curious you mean i'm curious about the timing and so on well, how, how how come these things are like you know falling into place and but my curiosity has biblical basis what's the biblical basis let me read to you daniel 8 okay daniel 8 says 23 in the latter part of the re their reign when rebels have become completely wicked remember second thessalonians chapter 2 the, the apostle paul said there is going to be what a rebellion first okay the rebellion uh, the fruit of rebellion is what apostasy falling away a lot of christians will deny christ they will they will absolutely you know unfollow the lord jesus they, they they're going to turn away from the lord jesus christ that's why it says when rebels have become completely wicked and then the next part after the rebellion after the apostasy a fierce looking king second thessalonians chapter 2 remember so second thessalonians chapter 2 in daniel 8 23 it's the same it says and in the latter part of the reign, when rebels have become completely wicked, a fierce-looking king, a master of intrigue, will arise. Okay? This is a time when the restrainer is taken out of the way. And so this fierce-looking king, a master of intrigue, will arise. He will become very strong, but not by his own power. He will cause astounding devastation and will succeed in whatever he does. So now you see Revelation 12 and Revelation 13 is, this confirms Revelation uh, 13. That he, uh, he will destroy those who are mighty, the holy people. So you see this, this government is anti-Christ, anti-Christianity. Verse 25, he will cause deceit to prosper. Okay, there is a lot of deception in this in this government. I mean, this Daniel chapter eight twenty five government thing that was mentioned. Okay, uh, I'm not pertaining to our our local government, not that government. I'm pertaining to this prophesied future government so he he will cause the state to prosper and he will consider himself what superior the, when they feel secure he will destroy many and take his stand against the prince of princess yet he will be destroyed not by human power but by the king of kings by the coming of the lord jesus christ so to, to complete that you have to read revelation 19 but we will get there not this moment the thing is this this man doomed to destruction the man of perdition will be done away he will be destroyed by the real messiah by the real christ when he comes okay uh, but revelation 13 is is a chapter dedicated to the works of this false messiah the the antichrist the beast uh, the Antichrist representing two beasts in, in Revelation 13. So when we say master of intrigue, it means that he is a strategist. Remember that. A strategist, a conspirator that will make you astonished or that will steer your curiosity. That's why I told you a while ago, it, make me, it makes me curious. All, all this stuff that you know you can 
get from the, the what's going on online or uh, different parts of the earth and the beliefs of, of what the Jews are expecting or you know they're waiting for their Messiah to come uh, but we know that the real Messiah will come after the false one okay so and and we know the master of intrigue means that he will make secret plans to do something unrighteous something harmful something detrimental to the people of God okay all right so remember uh, during the time of Daniel there were conspirators you know you know the story of Daniel they conspired against Daniel uh, and that is why Daniel was thrown in the lion's den but the Lord saved him from the lions right but there were conspirators so the same thing uh, in the last days the real uh, is there going to be a conspiracy and, and uh, theories yeah there will be but uh, but Bible prophecies are not conspiracy theories they are real conspiracies that will that will you know materialize that will happen so settle it in your hearts in advance that there will be those who will leave the faith that there will be those who will rebel against their family their parents their loved ones uh, that there will be those who will betray you and forgive them ahead of time okay because it was prophesied and Daniel 11.36, once again, it says, For what has been determined must take place. So again, it is an advantage for us to know, to learn the story, the full story ahead. The end game story of God. This is our series, the end game story of God, so that we will not be deceived, so that we know that when this thing happens, because it has to happen, okay? Again, what has been determined must take place. So, this book of Revelation was a, a book written by God about the Lord Jesus Christ, and the churches need. To know it so that the church will not be caught by surprise so that the church uh, can prepare themselves okay and the church can finish the work the task that was given her because again we were called to be ambassadors so we see prophecies fulfilled okay they are you know uh, in, in rapidly they are fulfilled and they're falling in place before our very eyes and we have a small window of opportunity to preach the gospel okay uh, every event that is fulfilled every bible prophecy that is fulfilled takes us closer draws us closer to the end so let me invite you to use your social media accounts to share your testimony. Come on, guys. You know, you have Twitter, you have what are Facebook, Instagram, Telegram. I mean, share the gospel. You know, uh, share your testimony, okay? Why? Because we are ambassadors of Christ and we implore people to get reconciled to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is our ministry, the ministry of reconciliation. 
That is our main task. So, remember this. I know that many of us, you know, we, we love to post uh, current events or pictures or selfies or, you know, what's happening here and there. You know, the, the, the weddings we, at, you know, we attend, uh, the, the parties, the, 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 the New Year celebration, whatever. Okay, the fun, uh, the fun part of, uh, you know, you know what I mean. But the thing is this, listen to this. The gospel of Christ is more important than our selfies that we post online. Do you agree with that? Because, you know, what we post will not last. But, you know, the fruit of the gospel of Christ will last forever. When someone believes in the Lord Jesus, when someone put their faith in the Lord Jesus because of your Facebook post, huh? If someone is saved through your through the through the link that you post online, you know what? You will be rewarded. And it's gonna be forever because the gospel of Christ is an, an incorruptible seed that can be planted in the hearts of people that you know people may not respond right away, right there and then. He, they they may not respond, they may refuse, but for as long as they heard the gospel, it is planted in their minds and hearts, and who knows one day they will respond. Okay, so now let me just throw you this question. If I, you know, if I uh, check your Facebook account today, okay, if I try to browse your, 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 your page, your, your timeline, you know, your Facebook account, will I find or will I be able to read the gospel of Christ or some scriptures pertaining to the gospel of Christ? Will, will I be able to find them? In your account right now? Think about that. If, if, you know, if your life will be cold, <laughs> you know, will be required today and, and, and you die and, and then, you, you know, you'll be with the Lord. But will those people, will those loved ones who are left behind, the bereaved loved ones, will, will they be able to read the gospel in your account? You know what? Only you know the answer. Because you are the one responsible posting in your social media accounts, right? But listen, I am not interested to check everyone's account. But the Lord is monitoring our hearts. He is the one interested to see or to look at, uh, uh, at what we post in our uh, social media accounts. You see, our lives as ambassadors, okay, let us not be a bad ambassador or a worthless ambassador. You know what I mean by worthless ambassadors? Ambassadors who are not doing their, their part, who are not fulfilling their purpose ambassadors who are not functional or dysfunctional ambassadors are you a dysfunctional ambassador of christ friends do not be a dysfunctional ambassador of christ you need to understand that every passing day apart from the will of god is a waste of time let me say that again every passing day Apart from you and I doing the will of God, 
or if we're not living our lives according to the will of God, if we're not, if our lives are not pleasing to God, listen, it's a waste of time. So what do we do? Repent from any known sin. Okay, get right with God. Forgive yourself from past mistakes, past wrongdoings, okay? And forgive those who have offended you. Forgive those who have sinned against you. Forgive those who have caused you trouble, okay? And, and love your enemies. That's what the Bible says, love your enemies. And then uh, if, if you're living in sin, you're living in rebellion, what do you do? You repent from rebellion. If you're living in disobedience to God, what do you do? Amend your ways and your doings. Obey God. Repent and start, you know, start over. Start obeying God. Start doing the will of God. Start to function as an ambassador of Christ. Amen? And if you're not following the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're not busy for the Lord, it's time to change your priorities. It's time to change things and you know, uh, because you don't want to waste your time. Okay, like I said, our clock is ticking, and 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 you know, we're not here to live forever. In this realm, we are. In the next life, we will be with the Lord forever. Yes, Hallelujah. That's a good thing, but right now, we are bound in time. Okay, we are bound in time. So, stop. Wasting time. Okay? Because if you're not in line with God's will, you're living your life for yourself, you are wasting time. Right? So again, every passing day, apart from doing the will of God, is a waste of time. So, just like uh, in the book of Psalms, David said, Lord, teach us how to number our days aright. Okay? So, that's it, friends. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I know uh, I consumed a lot of you know, time and, 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 and shared a lot of scriptures, passages of scriptures, but I can't help it. You know, I, I, I'm doing my best to simplify, simplify things and actually, if you see my notes, I have supplemental scriptures, a lot of them. I have not mentioned, I mean, I have not read in this, uh, in this uh, preaching because it will eat more time. But instead, uh, let me encourage you to, to, to watch our uh, Signs of the Times. I think we have a series on Signs of the Times. We also have a series on the two opposing kingdoms. Um, so at least, uh, and and uh, I have another one. Ah, I have not shared this online. Um, but uh, I have a, a preaching entitled, let me, The End Time Events. Or... I call it uh, the chro chronological order of the end time events. Uh, I share this uh, um, on site. <laughs> I mean in a face-to-face -face gathering of the saints, of the church. Uh, because uh, 
um, it is very, how do I say this? Not really technical, but it's also a simplified presentation of the the events. But you see, uh, but in uh, but with the with the angle or with the perspective of uh, with with historical uh, datas. Okay, so you you use history how this prophecy uh, came to pass it was fulfilled it was you know and then the next one is this and then that that too a prophecy fulfilled during this time and what happened and how it 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 played out okay so that you will see a a continuity and uh, and that um, it it gives us it strengthens <coughs> so the validity of Bible prophecies that the Bible is really the Word of God. Okay, it is true, and what it says will come to pass. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com/mfcdvo or search for. Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash MFCDVO. God bless.